What's up, everyone? This is Sarah G. It is Gen Z Gab, episode 17. Let's go. So we are going to have a lot to talk about. I have had a busy week. I was house sitting. I will give you the rundown on that in a little bit. We got Monday Mook coming up. And then finally, just some stuff about connections that I've made through TikTok. Because I know I've been very apathetic and very annoyed with my connections somewhat that I've made in the past, talking about just how some people let fame go to their head. Well, yes, and I still have those feelings, but I have connected to a lot of other people that have been great assets and amazing human beings, very kind. So we'll get into that a little later, but for now, let's get into the Monday mood. Monday mood is the wonderful Kirby Johnson. So, if you don't follow her on TikTok, you should. I realized that I didn't follow her. She just kept popping up on my For You page, which made me actually a little hesitant not to follow her because sometimes when I follow people, then it doesn't show up on my newsfeed for like three weeks later. So then I miss all the chaotic energy. So, yeah, I don't really know that. And if you don't know who Kirby Johnson is, she is an American actress, dancer, contortionist, I don't know, storyteller. But most notably, unfortunately, because she actually is the more entertaining one, is the girlfriend, the partner of Luke Eisner from Tall Girl. So... Yeah, and he knows it. As she stated multiple times, he knows that she's the one that's more entertaining, and I love that. I love their relationship. It's not too in your face, and it just seems really healthy, so good job on that part. I love her family story. So she is the youngest by, I'd say, five years, it seems, it appears. She has her parents always on her channel as well, and not at all in a forcible way. She gets them engaged. It is so refreshing actually to see not so staged, but that's a lot of things I love about her. But she has the most insane stories that I never even thought were possible. And I have my own insane stories, but when you see someone who has the same level of chaoticness as you, you really want them to know who you are, which I know she doesn't. And if she's listening to this, that that makes my day. Uh, so moving on from that... <laughs> She just, yeah, she has so much chaotic energy. She talks about life growing up in the Florida Keys area, as well as just uh, why her parents named her the way that they did. And of course, I love how she talks about her dad and calls them by their first names, but her dad's name is Gordon. I just love how she talks about all the time and, and recently one of her most recent videos is why her mom's name is Ree but they call her P because of the P Ree from Pee Wee she dressed up apparently as Pee Wee Herman for Halloween so it's gotten to be that inside joke within the family so yeah for more of that hilarious chaotic fun energy go and give her a follow i can't believe she's not verified yet but you know there's plenty of people who are in the higher millions even 
that aren't. Mama Tot just recently got verified, which can we just give a huge applause? Like, I love that woman so much. Anyway, moving on from that, I am gonna talk a little bit about... Wow, I just forgot what I was gonna talk. Oh, house sitting. See, that's the problem with ADHD energy. You, your brain goes, what was I talking about? What was I actually talking about? And I've had those moments, but it's like the paralysis in time. So, yeah. Uh, okay, the things that I noticed as being a house sitter. So I was house sitting for yeah five days, and it was very interesting. It was on the countryside. I was watching family... 70 pound dog. He is hilarious. He's so sweet. He's like five years old. He's got energy. Unfortunately, this dog though also had um, long story, but he had both his legs operated on because he got into a thing with a deer. He's a hunting dog. You can do the math of why the dog decided to go after a deer one day, get his leg kicked and needing surgery but why he decides to do it again the world may never know but yes drawing that conclusion but he is a strong motherfucker like I would say I had to kind of like pull like a lot with the leash walking I was scared my shoulder actually was gonna get run run over or pulled out of its socket by the last day because he was adamant. I was letting him go, like, you know, but they're the way that they live, they have, you know, property lines and you can't let them do their business when it's not your property. Also, they live near a highway, so the dog will run out if you give him a chance, which luckily he was especially on a leash recently, so... He couldn't get away, but yeah, that's why electric fences do work, but sometimes don't work depending on the dog. That is not the case for this dog. This dog just loves to run around and uh, escape to the beach by their house. That's all I'm going to say. But aside from that, he was good. He was cuddly. He was lovable. He has a lot of the same energy as my dog, so that's great. But aside from that, I could never live that far off. I would rather live in the city suburbs, which as most people know, I'm a city suburb kid. I grew up in the city, but just where all my other family is from, it just all makes sense why I am the way I am, kind of. But the more that you spend time in big houses and see things, I'm like, this is too much space. This would really make my anxiety go through the roof just being more off the grid in some ways it's great for a vacation and just kind of to detox and understand more about yourself get a break from everything around you which again I appreciate that part but as far as you know going into town for groceries going into town for eating restaurant like it just it's easier to have all the other stuff closer to you but Again, it's not everyone has their own opinion, and mine is just that it's not a great fit for me. But aside from that, that doesn't mean that it wouldn't be considered a great fit for you. And as I say that, some things other than that I, that I took away from the whole house-sitting situation is that another reason why I wouldn't want to be off the grid so much is that when people come to repair things, you never really know what's coming. You feel like you need a security system even bigger, which is fine. 
So there was just some things aside from that. But I do like some of the spaciousness. I won't knock everything about it. So there's those good moments. And let's face it, I've just learned that I like a dog anywhere. So I probably would be good regardless. But I think it's kind of interesting because it's like, oh, when you're out sitting, you're trying to make sure that you don't really ruin anything of theirs, which people are like, what do you mean by that? It's like even when you're trying to like watch something, you don't really want to screw up their playlist or where they left off, even if they say that they want you to watch some stuff. So if you were watching a movie that they were watching and you start over and watch it from the beginning and if they were hypothetical halfway through it, then you just whatever. And of course, my parents are like, it shouldn't matter, but it kind of does. I hate it. You guys hate it when someone you know, watches something that you were already watching. It just, it clutters up and it's not fun. So that's my little, uh, little, uh, cheat sheet. Uh, don't watch something that someone else's is even if they say that they want you to. I don't think that you should because then it's just, you know, etiquette. You do f water their plants and stuff, but try not to, like, get water all over everything else. You wipe down things that they have. It really depends, obviously, on the people that you're watching the house for, but those are just little things that I have learned from my kind of one week of doing it, and if that helps somebody else out there, I am grateful for that. As I move into the whole TikTok stuff, I do want to say I am forever grateful that I got one million views on on the really big shrimp, Steve, Crazy Steve's Enchilada, which Jerry Trainer, Kathy Sims, and Josh Peck. And you know what? For everything I know about, you know, the Dark Secrets that was Nickelodeon, I am even more grateful for, you know, everyone to give me my childhood. Obviously, things need to change, but I have a newfound respect when watching some of these things, as well as just understanding more after reading and listening to some of these people's memoirs. But I wanted to say, though, that that video did so well. I've been working really hard. I've been on and off TikTok since 2018, but I really started moving along with it in 2019, like end of 2019, early 2020. But I just really want to say thank you for anyone that watched it. I know that people are still going to leave trolly comments, hate comments, and that's just part of the job. But I am truly grateful for it because I just have tried so many different things to do. I've done story times. I've done acting things. I've done a lot of reactions over the years that have actually gotten close to a million but get taken down because I duet them. So there's just been a lot of trial, error, all those fun stuff along the way, which is a lot like many content creators and actors have to go through. There's a lot of rejection in that industry and life. So you kind of just have to keep getting as unfortunate as it sounds, you know, getting knocked down, pulling yourself back up. But it's also okay to, you know, kind of be in a funk sometimes because that's how I felt two weeks ago when things weren't really going, things weren't really growing. And I you know, it's not that I want, again, a big following. I just want to feel like I'm getting something out of the effort that I put in. People don't realize how much work it actually does take just to make that 15 second to minute uh, 
reaction of it. I have to set up my laptop. I have to react to the video there. I have to find the clip and then react and then put the clip around while I react to that video. So it's just got a lot of moving pieces. It is a production. And I think just keep that in mind. I understand people are still going to be keyboard warriors or keyboard snarkers, and I will just deal with it, but I do want to at least elaborate a little more on how much actually goes into it, especially similar to this podcast. I've mentioned multiple times how a lot of times when I'm just doing these solo ones, I have some guests line up, but you know, schedules get messy. It takes a while to, you know, get everything organized. So I've been spending a lot of time working on mastering the craft that is solo podcasts, make sure that I give something that I'm proud about and you guys can listen to something that's very clear, concise, and relatable, which is why I do this 20 to 40 minute podcast, which is usually 30 to 35 minutes. And I've really enjoyed doing this, learning a lot throughout the summer about how I'm going to go about this more in the future. So, yeah, as we continue on with our next little topic, I just wanted to say again, thank you for the one million views. And I am so grateful for anyone who follows not only my TikTok, but follows this YouTube and Patreon and podcast. Just anyone that's giving any time of their life to listen to me. Thank you. So now as I move into the whole thing with the TikTok connection creators, you know, I've had a lot of anger towards some I don't name drop because I personally don't like that. Whether it's good or bad very often, yes, I just listed a few names of people, but I did want to just give credit to the show and the actors that played those characters as well as coming up. Yes, I'm going to list a few of the connections names just because I want people to actually follow them and realize and see how good of people they are and creative and talented and willing to actually give you the time of day and stay very much true to themselves. Again, I don't know them too well personally, but I just really like their energy that they give off. They clearly don't have time for a lot of these games. They are a wealth of information. And yes, a lot of them are a little bit older. But aside from that, then they can give you the knowledge and knowledge is power. And then you can go on with your life and figure out where you go next. And I thought about this because a lot of people have talked about, you know, how weird it is to become friends with older people as you get older. And again, there's always like those fine lines because I'm not talking dating versus friendship, but you know what I mean, especially with, you know, Demi Lovato's new song coming out, Finally 29. We can say what we want about her, but, you know, she's at least painting a picture and it's not entirely on her relationship. I'm talking just anyone's relationship that has had a lot of power struggles, age gaps, etc. I'm not going to get too much into that part because that could be a whole different podcast, but I think that it does shed a little more light onto that. And when you think about all the people who were on Nick and Disney having these breakdowns, especially 
the girls, you can see why a little bit more. And I kind of like seeing, again, a little more of their side. None of these people that I've connected with have had anything to do with that. I just wanted to quickly mention that because some people might be confused on what I'm saying. And I'm trying to clarify it and be concise because as many people know, I have way too many ADHD afterthoughts, paralysis, comment, talking too fast, talking too much, needing to settle down. And people go, you know, you don't need to conform to society. Yes and no, because when you're trying to get more connections and trying to listen and trying to get other people to know you, you have to kind of go about it in a different way. It is good that you can find people that will understand you better, but it's a constant work of both people making it good, if that makes sense, where people understand you and then you have to go a little bit too. It's not just that one person can, you know, open the olive branch or grow the olive branch or olive leaf. I actually just realized I have no idea how to say that saying, but moving out, moving along. Good thing that's in the Patreon. Moving along with that statement, it's just good because then you can build more meaningful relationships and understanding. I think, again, one good TikToker, psych nurse, and she is a psychologist, PhD, but she's also a nurse practitioner, has talked about how Gen Z has gone about just understanding people a little more different than them. We're still learning and thriving. Gen Alpha are the honey badgers. So that was my good takeaway as much as I still overexplain myself, no matter how much I try not to or how much I try to, you know, condense it all in. Not everybody wants to hear that, Sarah, everything that you have to say. But I think it's important just to take at least a little acknowledgement for everyone that works hard in that space of whether it's, you know, dyslexia, ADHD, autism, you know, everything neurodiverse, which again, I used to think was such a bad na name, like until I realized it's not really a bad thing. I, again, have dyslexia and ADHD. I am neurodivergent. It's okay. It just means that I'm more creative and more fun and hyper. People always think that most girls have an antenna, which they do or combine. But I am living proof of what a hyperactive girl looks like. And we're still less hyperactive than the boys. So there's still a lot of discourse with how to treat it. And I've mentioned that many times. And the reason that this kind of ties to what I was saying with the Disney channel, I have connected with Bill Chott, who was Principal Larry Tate on the hit show Wizards of Waverly Place. Last night, August 20th, I got the pleasure to talk to him a little bit. I did obviously more talking, which I feel a little bad, but he was glad to, you know, entertain me a little bit and understand me. And I straight up say to people, because I don't want to hide that I have ADHD and the whole reason that Alex was relatable to me, even though I was less of a troublemaker, way less, because whatever, um, Alex's character, but having that hyperactive girl 
on TV, doing things, being the middle child. I've mentioned this multiple times. But also just being smart in herself. She didn't always have the most friends, but she had Harper. And I just wanted to acknowledge how great of a relationship Larry Tate and Alex had. Because even though, I mean, all three Russo kids were a headache for Larry Tate. We all acknowledge that, everyone on the live. But the fact of the matter was he had such a soft spot for Alex because he knew that she, I think, thought differently. Unfortunately, the way the writing happened in season one, which he didn't really, like, we didn't talk about season one, but I would say he might agree with this. They had him compare more to Justin, but as more time went on, you could see it flourishing and realizing he really did just want to encourage her more. He knew she didn't think the typical school way, but he could see she was an evil genius, like most people, evil, but not actually evil. She just needed more guidance and he and I believe that that's kind of exactly what the whole family they had all their flaws last night we talked a little bit about how maybe Justin was on the spectrum more than had ADHD because ADHD (laughs) runs with Jerry as you can see and there's nothing wrong with any of it it actually I think was a comfort show for a lot of kids who were in my position and I think that that was great for a variety of reasons, especially because I want to reboot. A lot of people want reboots. I've mentioned this person multiple times. I've mentioned the reboot multiple times. But I think deep down it just goes to show how much of a cultural icon it will be. And just hearing stories, they're still close, even though they don't see each other in person. And just the connectivity they've had with each other throughout the years. It's just great to see. And again, Hannah Montana's a lot that way with their cast and characters, even if they drifted apart or there was more drama. But even the casting director specified this week who was in the top running versus not and very tastefully responded to someone that I follow that I love, who's a great creator, that people are sending hate for no reason. And I say for no reason because it's, on one hand, I get, like, she was wrong, but, you know, the person, the casting director responded very tastefully and loved all the information that she grew, grabbed from the, like, she did a lot of research, and even though she was wrong, she admits in a later video, the original creator before, that she was wrong and loved how the person responded to her, and just the fact that even Taylor Momsen Daniela Monet and Miley Cyrus all responded to that video and saying how much they loved it, like, love the casting director, all that. There's no hate towards that person, but again, internet trolls just decide to be douchebags and just horrible humans that send death threats to this person. She, she could... She has even mentioned, I could handle a few, like, jokes of I was wrong. And she, again, tastefully responds to it and acknowledges when she was wrong. The creator who said the wrong thing. But, again, the casting director, everyone else has been, who was in that situation, has been nothing but kind. The trolls and robots are what are disgusting and should not be leaving those comments whatsoever on anyone's page 
no matter how horrible the creator is. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, Woomlands. So that was a little separate tangent I went off of, but again, having all of those shows kind of be amazing and evolve in my lifetime, having all those characters, even if they didn't specify completely if they had ADHD or dyslexia until later with some other characters, but it got even more corny. So that was a little different, but I just wanted to say again how grateful I am that I've connected with these people and that I'm constantly connecting. And they all teach acting classes for a bunch of people. I mentioned even that Adrian Romante from Sweet Life, who played Esteban, he's commented on a few videos that I've done. He is so nice. Like, again, if you, a, a lot of these people love, and re, I'm saying they seem genuine, and then the more that you realize how genuine they actually are, because I say how because you get to connect, like, the internet is a great, I know it's a horrible tool in a lot of ways, but it's a great tool in this way, because they get to see how special, you know, the childhood was for you, and be forever grateful, even with the good, bad, and the ugly, but again, like, the more that I've noticed, again, my favorite side characters, are so willing to give you the time of day, comment, connect, hear about your dreams. I just, I can't even fathom how much it means to me, little me, especially because I was the dorky girl that would write Disney Channel ideas. I would send it, try to send it to Nickelodeon and Disney, like, maybe many others, and I'm talking about this because it always returned to sender, because even though I got it off of online, the address, I completely understand, and I bet that, you know, usually it was, I get a bunch of these letters, yeah, I bet you're very talented, but, you know, it just gave me a chance to kind of harness some of the creativity I didn't have. Again, I talk about this a lot, but I mean, maybe I wouldn't have thrived in a public school, but private school, when you don't believe everything that's getting taught, aside from, you know, your standard math, literature, English, and science, and Spanish, or world languages, but some of the other stuff that comes along with private school you don't really believe in, and, you know, wearing uniforms was never my thing, <laughs> and I guess it was also sensory, I don't know, to be honest, and I'm going off again on a more personal tangent, but I just wanted to say how much it was a, a change for me, and it was a great thing for many other kids like me, I think, who are just a little bit different. So I just am thankful for that. And anyone that <laughs> listens to this and who may be a little different, it's okay. Also, if you follow some of the people that I just listed, they seem to put a smile on my face and a bunch of other people's face and just the willingness to... It's not that hard to be a kind human. You know, it is in a weird way in our society, as a lot of people have said to me, adults have said to me, it shouldn't be harder to be kinder. It should be harder to be rude, mean, selfish, 
narcissistic but just with how much our society has moved in that wrong direction which again isn't here nor there of maybe it's always been that way but I just wanted to say that these people that we loved as side characters that had a lot of those really good qualities turned out to be a lot like that in real life and they talk about the importance of kindness and again that's something near and dear to my heart with where my mom works at Pacer Center you know with the people who stand up against bullying prevention October is orange month bullying prevention month as well as they stand up for people with disabilities and as you can go back in one of my earlier podcasts where I talk about how much of an effect that my mom's boss, Paula Goldberg, had on me, it it's truly just fantastic to see a lot of these people have that same energy. And it just shows that kindness wins regardless of where you are in life. That doesn't mean that you don't have to sometimes stand up for yourself and use a harsher tone. But when you're on the internet and you see people trolling or leaving snarky comments, just know that you don't have to do that to get noticed. So as I close this week up, have a great, fun week. I hope to talk soon. I have my fair season coming up, so I will be giving you some little rundowns here and there about you know, this year versus years past. I have 8 of 12 days where I'm going to be doing that. So there'll be probably two weeks in a row where I mention some fair stuff and what's it like working at a cookie stand. As I mentioned earlier this year, please make sure that you like, subscribe, and comment. And we will be back soon. Gab on.